Good morning. This is Sips of Sanity, and I'm Karen. I'm Kelly. Welcome to our November edition. Um, we're going to talk about I Know You today. And, and somehow this is, I think, is going to be my favorite one. Uh, can I start, Kel? Yeah. Um, I'm thinking of, as soon as I wanted to do the I Know You, a mom and daughter came that um, were clients, both alive, um, and mom had Alzheimer's. And I know you came through in a huge way for both of them um, when I was able to describe current events that are happening to the daughter in her life where her mother is no longer aware of what's going on. And can't form memories. And nope, can't yeah. take form the memories, can't communicate them anymore verbally. She's not verbal anymore. And um, she was still able to let her daughter know that she knows her. Hmm. And the absolute joy I felt in being able to affirm for the daughter that her mom still knows her. Hmm. She described her daughter's personality. She described current things that were happening with the grandchildren and going to university and all of these different things that were happening in life. And she just came through to let and let her daughter know that by knowing her, she loves her. Cool. Mm-hmm. Can I throw out a very similar example? Yeah. Um, and I, I say this all the time. One of my favorite things to channel, or beings to channel, I should say, are miscarriages and abortions. Oh, yes. And speaking of I know you, yeah. being able to channel an abortion or a miscarriage for any parent, yeah, father, mother, whomever, um, is just, I'm full. Oh, I'm so yeah. full because very, very much like the person with Alzheimer's who doesn't have a human awareness of what's going on. The, this young soul that never became human, um, you know, sitting wherever it is you, you feel they're sitting in space can say, hi, mom. Yeah. Hi, dad. And they can say again what's going on in their life and what their siblings are up to that are that did make it to a human form and um, the I know you in that situation just creates so much belongingness uh, and family. Mm-hmm. Kind and of completion. I th- I sorry. I wanted to throw that out there because I think sometimes parents feel like their 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 family isn't complete because they haven't grieved or let go. Not let go. I hate that term. They haven't grieved the loss of a child. And so when they hear that the child is very much involved, goes to school with the siblings and sits next to them and helps them through, you know, certain situations, the family feels complete. I think it's interesting that we've brought this one up, Kelly, because I think there can be some therapists who want to counsel people to um, teach them to let go when a child dies and that they have to move on without the child. And some therapies focus on how do you move on without. And what we are saying is, is that you don't. don't. You do not. You reject that. Mm-hmm. You are able to allow them in. You are allowed to, for it to be inclusive. Mm-hmm. Sorry. No, it's okay. I wanted to give a couple examples too of uh, along the same lines. Um, a child who had passed away in one particular family that I know quite well. Yep. Um, and... Uh, where the siblings have grown up to be adults and are now married and have their own kids. Yep. And they, where the parents that um, 
the parents had always incorporated her into their life. They told their brothers about her. Mm -hmm. And so when I met them, I was able to say, but you already incorporated her. She knows that she's part of the family. She knows this brother got married and this one's divorced and this one, you guys have already included her. Mm -hmm. And she's just here to say thank you. And I thought that was really neat too, to be able to give a family that had already done that kind of work in their life, just a little bit more affirmations that they were already on the right path. Mm -hmm. And where their daughter would say to to the dad, um, you had to go to a different job in a different city. You had to leave mom and the boys at this period of time. And I went off with you. And you drove a white truck during those years. And I loved sitting listening to country music in the truck with you. (laughs) And it's like, Oh, my God, yes, that's exactly what he went through. So just to have those types of affirmations, I think, when somebody is trying to connect to the spirit world, and we're able to say that what they already know is correct. Yeah. So it's not always that we're saying something new, but that we're validating by by telling them what we know. Yep. I've had a very similar experience with a close uh, girlfriend of mine who has two sons, and she had a miscarriage in between them. Mm. And, you know, children, they do their make-believe play, um, or that's what humans have called it. And the older son... Uh, went through what, you know, psychologists would call a phase of talking all about his sister. <laughs> and my girlfriend said to me, Kelly, I know what you do and I need to talk to you because my little, my oldest little guy keeps saying that he's playing with his sister. Yeah. And he's described what she looks like and how old she is and all of these things. And I said, well, that's fucking exciting. Yeah. To know that your child knows the soul. Yes. For your little son who's three <laughs> to say, I know you yeah. to his spirit sister. Yeah. And to share the sister or that daughter with the mom. Yeah. To say your daughter's here. And I think some people might get that beautifully in the message that you gave that example. And some people might know that with a grandparent. Yeah. Where their parent passed before their child was born, mm-hmm. but now the child is coming through saying and describing what a I'm... dead grandparent was like yeah. and trying to make those connections of, Karen, is this for real? Mm-hmm. Kelly, is this for real? And absolutely it is. Yeah. And that inner, that knowingness to be validated instead of dismissed mm-hmm. or instead of told that it isn't real or that it's crazy or weird or um that's just bullshit Mm -hmm. where we're allowed to take all of those things now and say no thank you we're allowed to put them in a nice little box put a ribbon on it and shove it in the garbage can and say no thank you not in my home you might have that belief system in yours keep it there and i i i I hope that this one on i knowing i i know (laughs) i i knowing (laughs) fires people up as much as it fires me up up. (laughs) well we're both drinking coffee too but um i hope it fires people up so Mm -hmm. that they that they feel stronger in pushing back Mm -hmm. because when you know you have to be able to sit there and say your knowings are not more valuable than mine Hmm. that's cool or what you think you know is not more valuable than mine pardon me Mm -hmm. can i go to a more human experience now yeah um i really enjoy sitting well enjoy it's a very you know you can interpret that any way you want but sitting in front of a people pleaser as a client and saying you're full of rage oh yes and I guess you could you know you could file this under Wednesdays I feel you but 
to sit in front of someone and, and say you're full of rage and they go, yeah. And they can't talk about it, right? Because they're a people pleaser to everyone else in their life. And so, you know, I get to sit in front of them and say, I know you. I know that you're an actually rage-filled filled person. Mm-hmm. And they can sit there and admit to their own feelings, mm-hmm. admit to their own personality, where they force things and what they suppress. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think being able to say, I know you, uh, potentially gives them the courage to just be it. Because the people pleaser has to feel their rage and be rage filled out loud before they can heal something. It doesn't happen peacefully the way a people pleaser wants it to. Oh, God, I hope many people share this podcast show. There, there has to be an element of confrontation. There has to be a yes. period of time where there is conflict and ruffled feathers and discomfort and all of those different things. Um, and it's a good thing. We, we, As we know, anger pushes you into a good place if you use it productively. But I think sometimes it takes someone to say, I see you, I feel you, and I know you before they have the courage to do something about it. And sometimes people will fight back on that. And I think that's why some people can return to see us and some don't. And some take five years before they come back. Absolutely. Because sometimes to be seen for who you really are or to for somebody to truly know them scares them because they might be losing control. Yep. And doesn't it always come down to that? Yeah. And that with us, it's safe. It's a safe place to lose control. So they might come back here to keep working on that knowing, Mm -hmm. having somebody know them like that. Mm -hmm. So what, and and to be safe in it, not to be attacked in it. Is that good? That's great. Okay. Okay. Yawning through the caffeine. Oh, okay. So that's it for today for knowing. And then we'll see them back again tomorrow morning. We will. For our last morning. Okay. Um, if you have any questions or any comments, you can email us at info at com, and we'll see you on Friday morning. Take care.